0: Chaos and craziness. Raising kids, learning lessons, making mistakes. Motherhood. The good, the bad, the confusing. We're going to talk about it all. Join us for the Motherhood Snapshots podcast. Hello from the lockdown.
1: <laughs> lockdown status. <laughs>
0: I mean, what are you going to do at this point? You just you have to laugh, right? I mean, in between the crying, you have to laugh. But in any case, <laughs> um, welcome to today's episode of the Hello Story Podcast, coming to you from uh, Corona Quarantine
1: Land. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't like this oh land my at all.
0: I know I don't really like it either. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hello. How are all of you doing? We really hope that you guys are hanging in there. We, Meg and I felt really strongly that we needed to, to get on a podcast today and just chat a little bit because this is really uncertain, crazy times that we're finding ourselves in. And we just really felt like we need to talk it out. In fact, Meg and I haven't even really talked today. I feel a little bit like we're, you know, um... I was going to really date myself for a second and say Kathy, Lee, and Regis, but that's not who it is anymore. It's- <laughs> I know. I don't even know who it is anymore. Showing my age. It's, um, it's Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest, right? Because it was Kelly and Michael. Is it, and it's, it is Ryan Seacrest. I'm pretty well, sure. I love him. Yeah. So, you know, well, you know that how they do that show is that they don't talk to each other before they go out. In the morning. That's a
1: good idea. We shouldn't talk ever until
0: we're on the podcast. Just <laughs> kidding. I love you. I was gonna say, wait a second. Mike's <laughs> like, I only want to talk to you if we're podcasting. Otherwise <laughs> shh,
1: Be quiet. <laughs> you gotta save all the good stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's so they don't ever talk to each other like about like what's happening or whatnot, you know, like the news or anything before they go out there. So this is kind of what we're doing because we basically, like, I messaged Meg last night at, like, 1 o'clock a.m. my time because I just got a notification that they shut down the state of California. So I felt like I needed to check in on Meg. And then this morning at some ungodly hour, Megan messaged me <laughs> and was like, we need a podcast. And I'm like, yes, okay, good. <laughs> and then we literally just hopped on and started
1: chatting. I was like, let's just, let's just press record. So here we are. My my husband laughed at me last night because it's like 10:30 uh, Pacific time, and Melissa obviously lives on Easter Standard Time, and so my husband's like, Meg, isn't she sleeping right now? I was like, Yeah, 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 but she'll get in in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the other night, so I was telling this actually I was skyping. We were skyping with my sister in law who lives in Oklahoma, and I was talking about this particular thing because so in our Hello Storyteller admin team. I'm the only person on East Coast time, <laughs> so we have Holly. I think Holly and Angie and Laura are. Are they not Laura? Holly, Angie, and Robin are they all in the same time zone?
1: No, Holly's on your time. She's on Eastern Standard Time. Is um, she? Angie, Why I, did think I think, think she is, wasn't. Angie Central. I think Angie's. I
0: cent- I think Angie's she's where central. does Holly live? Where does Holly live? What state?
1: She's in Mich- She's in Michigan.
0: Oh, Michigan. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, she might. Well, no, I think she's an hour. She's not on Central Time. No,
1: she's definitely three. Oh, we okay. talk time all the time, so we're three yeah, hours Okay, apart. so <laughs> me and Holly, so me and
0: Holly are in Eastern Time, but I think Angie is Central Time, so she's an hour I think behind us. Yeah, and behind me, and then where's Laura?
1: Laura is is Pacific uh, Standard like Time. Like you, she's the same as me. Yeah, and she's is Central Robin too? On the- West Coast. Robin Uh, is central. Central. Yeah, so... She's in Canada also, but she's, like, above
0: Minnesota or something. Because we have an international administration team. Yes, we
1: do.
0: (laughs) Cool like that. But, so, it was funny, because the other morning, I woke up, and Dave's like, what is going on with your phone I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I can't. So mind you, I go to bed. Usually I try to be in bed by like 1130. Because um, it takes me a long time to fall asleep. My husband doesn't come to sleep until like 1230 or 1 in the morning. So <laughs> the other night, uh, he's like, yeah, your phone just kept like buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's just the Hello Storyteller girls. And he's like... I don't understand. I'm like, well, because they're all like two, an hour we're or three hours behind me. So by the time I go to bed, they've just put their kids to sleep. So they're like, freedom.
1: Let's not. Go buck wild mm-hmm. with our wines Yeah, and exactly. our texting. Are we on, are we on the wines?
0: Are we, are we in the wines? Is that what you call it? Are we in the wines? Yeah, that's what
1: Holly calls it, the wines. Yeah. <laughs> Which is farce these days since we're on lockdown.
0: I'm staring down the empty an empty bottle of wine right now, and that's concerning because I uh, yeah I was just telling Meg that literally as we pressed record I just got so I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing right now is um my husband and I signed up for text alerts from Mass Live which is like the statewide kind of like news source or whatever the problem well, that's is a that bad idea <laughs> the problem is that they text at least once an hour. So I get a text message and I'm like, oh, do I want to open this? I don't know if I want to open it. But I literally just, (laughs) just as we were sitting down to press record, I got a notice that New York state is in lockdown as well. The entire state of New York has been ordered to stay home unless they are essential workers. And what I was saying to Meg was like, it's only a matter of time because especially in New England, all the states are so close together that... It's really just going to be a matter of time. Because if New York State does it, then New Jersey is going to follow suit because they're so close. And then Connecticut's going to because they've got people that are going to be commuting. you got people commuting into the city from Connecticut and New Jersey. So if Connecticut and New York and New Jersey shut down, uh, then Massachusetts is going to because they're so close to Connecticut. So it's only it's, it's going to be a domino effect. And I was telling my husband that, um, you know, last week when we were officially seven days in to quarantine at this point. Uh, and you know, our kids in theory are supposed to be going back to school in two weeks. But there's no possible way I see that happening here. And I don't know, Meg, what have they have they closed you when did they close you guys down
1: till? Um until April something. April thirteenth? Yeah, because yeah, till April thirteenth. But Um, I'm sure that will be extended. It took us a long time to get shut down for our schools. Like we were probably one of the later ones. That's true.
0: You were on the later side of that.
1: Yeah. But I pulled my oldest, I pulled Emma, my second grader out on last Thursday. Um, when things started ramping up, I took it upon myself. I was just like, I see where this is headed and it's not a good spot. So I'm just going to go ahead and keep my kids home (laughs) today. And they didn't have school that Friday. So I was just like, well, you know, whatever. And then um, even still, Friday, they were singing a different tune, like, nope, we're still good. We're still going to stay open. And I told my husband and HS admin, I was like, I bet you Sunday we will get a call saying that we're shut down. And soon enough, Sunday came, and there came the call. And I was like, I told you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well,
0: and we should probably say, like, we don't typically, like, say, you know, like – what the date is? that We should. Pr- I feel like we should for this particular podcast because things are changing so quickly. That today so quickly. is Friday, March twentieth. So that is this is where we are at this point because when we get this out, who knows what will have transpired over the weekend?
1: <laughs> I'm getting this out today, Melissa. Oh, today <laughs> on Monday. Nice! Today,
0: even still, so, yes. could be a very different afternoon than it is. Right
1: oh, I now know. In the
0: morning, I so, checked yeah, so- numbers
1: this morning and it was the same as last night. But I'm like cringing, knowing that it's going to go up today, and I'm very scared.
0: I know. So there's a lot that I think in terms of emotions, um, because there's so much changing so rapidly. And I was saying this to my sister-in-law last night that, so my husband and I, uh, we're, were supposed to be in California right now. We were supposed to be in Napa right now. And we were supposed to be
1: hanging out right now drinking I wine. I know.
0: And Meg was going to come up to join us. And so my sister-in-law was also supposed to be coming out too. So, We were talking about this last night because literally it feels like months have transpired in the last seven days because we literally made the decision like on the 11th, we made the decision on the 11th of March that we were not going to go on our trip. And that's only, that's less than a week ago. Or, no, I guess a little more than a week, so 10 days ago. 10 days ago, we made the decision that we were not going to go on our trip, not because we were concerned about getting sick, because we were concerned about getting stuck, which is 100% what would have happened. I mean, not that Napa is the worst place to be stuck, but I have children, so both my husband and I are gone. That's a problem. Um but yeah, it's just crazy how much has happened so quickly, especially like Friday, Saturday and Sunday of last week. And of course, you know, so many, like, and it's just such a widespread impact right now between, like, I know for us in Massachusetts, and many places, restaurants and bars have shut down completely except for takeout or, or, um, like delivery. So you've got all of these people who are, you know, food service workers who are now not working. They, um... In Massachusetts, in particular, on I think it was I'm trying to think now what the timeline was. I think it was Thursday. I think they were like no groups over 250, and then Friday or Saturday we were like no groups over 20 or over 100, and then the next day it was like no groups over 25, and we we're like okay. <laughs> and the problem yeah. is that well, one of the now one of the problems, no groups over ten. Well, that's the recommendation from the federal government. There's a mandate in Massachusetts, though. Like, you cannot have a gathering over 25 people. So, like, yeah. the CDC has a recommendation out right now that there's no group gatherings over 50. The White House came out with a recommendation. So those aren't mandates. However, the the impact of this, if you're looking at this from, like, a photography perspective for a moment, um, is that the wedding industry has been yeah. completely upended. So I'm a wedding photographer I have a couple who is supposed to be getting married on April 18th, and restaurants and bars are closed until the 17th of April. Oh my Uh, God. I've got two couples getting married in May. Who knows? Uh, You know, and luckily the rest of my weddings are like late August, September, October. So I'm hoping those will be affected. Right. Uh, So it's just... It's just crazy because you have all these couples who have made all of these plans and now either have to make the determination to like do an elopement or postpone or try to reschedule. And of course, especially here in New England, like fall dates here in New England book up like a year, a year and a half, two years in advance. So you have all these people that were hoping for like a spring or summer wedding who are now looking at not even October, but November or December or moving it to 2021, um, and it's just heartbreaking because I think, you know, and I don't know if you find yourself doing this, Meg, like I find myself doing this and I have, like, I was really upset yesterday. I feel like I've been in like response mode mm-hmm. since Friday, since I found out that my kids were going to be out of school. Oh, that was the thing. So first they were out of school for two weeks and then by Sunday they were out for three weeks. <laughs> it was like, yeah. <laughs> it's been two days, but My background in, um, as a higher education administrator, specifically working in residence life and with student conduct, I have a a, a pretty extensive background in like crisis management. And so I've definitely been wearing like that hat for the last week. But then I made, I was telling Meg this yesterday, I made the really poor choice yesterday morning before I even got out of bed to start reading the news. Don't do that, Melissa. (laughs) I know, don't, I wouldn't recommend it. Not before you've had your coffee anyway. Um, (laughs) And I just found myself getting so overwhelmed with everything because, and not even like my kids being home in school, but just like the state of the world and how out of, like out of control everything feels in terms of, it feels impossible right now to be able to get a handle on this and to save people and, and. So I just like literally was like laying in bed, like silently crying because I was oh, just me like too. <laughs> so overwhelmed. I was so overwhelmed yesterday morning. And then like on a personal level, I was really disappointed that I had so many amazing trips planned for this year. I had a trip so to many. California. I had a trip to, you know, to, the, to England. I had, you know, just so many other trips I had planned. This was like the year because
1: I love traveling. Yeah, it was our year to like
0: do stuff and now it's just gone. And I, you know, but I felt like I was like oscillating back and forth yesterday between like, okay, if the worst thing that I have going on right now is that I have to cancel my trips... Like, should I really be complaining Mm -hmm. about that? But I think, you know, we're all going through different various stages of loss and grief and grappling and trying to come to terms with this, whether it's that you've lost your job, whether it's that you've had to reschedule your plans or you're rescheduling your wedding, or you can't have, you can't bury your loved ones because you can't hold a funeral with all of your loved ones. Like there's, Mm -hmm. it's just such a widespread And then, of course, obviously, people that are sick and people that are dying. Two of my best friends that I've known for 20 plus years are healthcare workers. One is a respiratory therapist and one is an ER nurse. And, you know, I'm trying my best to support them and to check in with them as much as possible. And it's just like it's just unsettling right now. And there's just a lot.
1: Yeah. It's just so hard because we don't we don't know. And I, I, was, I was telling my husband this yesterday. I said, it'd be easy to, like, come to terms with something if we had something to hold on to. But we have literally nothing. We have no idea how long this is going to go on for. We have no idea how long we're going to be on lockdown for. I mean, they could give us a date, but that's temporary. We have no idea. But they haven't even given you a date.
0: Like, I read the news yesterday because I was like, oh, when no, is California on lockdown to? And there's no end date. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, there's no end date because I'm, we don't I'm know like, when this is going to end. Right. And and I too, Mel, I, w- I was kinda in the same boat as you this morning where, you know, I didn't set an alarm, so I like woke, you know, I eased into my wake up, but um I had gotten an email from Jenna Kutcher. I don't know if any of you guys follow her. Um, but she, you know, she just wrote an email speaking to her audience and it and it really resonated with me because you know, we're just people trying to bas- to basically survive right now. I right. mean, literally, I know that Corona doesn't affect the younger ones as much, but still, like, we can't go any Like, our whole lives is is changed right now. And so yeah. I was just getting a little overwhelmed this morning as I was laying in bed because I'm just like, what the hell? Like, this yeah. is our life right now. And it's it's so unsettling, like you said. It's just... I can't wrap my mind around it, and then my mind goes down these rabbit holes of the what if, oh, and yes. I'm like, oh my God, I need to stop thinking, and then, you know, and then there's times of the day where I just carry on, and, and you know, I go into crisis mode. I'm like, okay, this is my new job. I'm now a second grade teacher, and I'm a preschool right. te- teacher, and I'm still a housewife. <laughs> <Ta-da>. and <laughs> I still have to get all these things done and and keep my shit together, and I can't because I'm freaking the F out, and all the while, I'm still shooting, and I'm still doing all the things, and I'm kind of caught up on my laundry, although I need to put it all away, but it's all washed, you know, so it's like, it's this weird like seesaw that I'm on of like I'm fine I'm not fine I'm fine I'm not fine I'm like I'm super mom I'm not super mom I'm falling apart I'm on top of the world <laughs> this is what's going <laughs> through my head <laughs> yeah on a daily basis like every other minute it's insane
0: yeah it's ju- it is and you know I well I, so I wrote just recently wrote um, a, um I'm sorry, a podcast a blog post <laughs> for Hello Storyteller um just in terms of like schooling stuff and I've seen all kinds of things about like Should you even bother trying to homeschool? Should you just be enjoying this time with your family? You know, should you be trying to instill structure? You know, we're not, you know, people are being thrust into these situations and and they're dealing with everything else too. You know, like you're trying to work remotely from home. You're trying to be a teacher. You have to take care of your kids. You've got, you know, other things going on. And I think, you know, my, both my and my husband's stance on this because my husband is working remotely from home. As well. So that's been interesting because we have three boys, as you all know, and, uh, they're not quiet and they're not calm and they're definitely not right now because they're inside. (laughs) Even though we're trying to get out and we're trying to, you know, help them kind of expend their energy, um, you know, it's still a challenge. And so my husband and I are, you know, fortunately because I work for myself and because my schedule is flexible, I can rework my work hours to work around him. But I know so many people that are not, like they're both, you know, they both do nine to five. And of course in Massachusetts as well, all the daycare is just, were ordered to shut down. So you have these people that are now working from home who are expected to be working regular hours, Who now have their children home with them full time. And how do you balance all of that? Well, you can't. We we, talked about balance being a myth before. And I think this is, there's no other better time right now to emphasize that point than right now that there's, there is no such thing as balance. Um, You know, it's never going to be equally balanced. You're not going to have everything completely level. And, Trying to figure out what that looks like, honestly, is, I think, a day-to-day process. Um, You know, my husband and I felt really strongly that because we feel, and this is, you know, we have no information to actually back this up, but I think partly because I'm trying to, you know, prepare myself, I'm of the mindset that my kids are not going to be going back to school this academic year, that they'll be out through you know, until they go back to school in the fall. And if that doesn't happen, great. But I know my kids and it's better and easier to get them on a routine now and then be able to kind of, you know, loosen it up as we move along than to kind of be like, it's vacation. And then try to instill a routine, you know, three weeks from now. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, they're not going back till, you know, May or June or whatever. Um, So it's just and and two of my children um receive additional help in school for math and reading and so i i'm already concerned about them falling you know behind even more because they they were already getting additional support for that at school as it is so we've decided to really kind of put together a pretty a pretty um the so word I'm looking for, uh, not strict, but a, a pretty regimented schedule for our kids in terms of when we do school and how much we do and what we're trying to accomplish. Because you know, if they are going to be out of school, you know, at least for another month or more, I've got I've got first graders. This is a you know a foundational year for them in terms of learning to read and you know figuring out math it, that's that's going to affect them and impact them as they move forward in their academic careers. So not to say that we're not having fun and finding ways to spice up the day, but we have decided to move, as I talked about in the blog post, to kind of move forward with a more structured day for right now. Um, knowing that we have the ability and flexibility to move things around as we need to, like the other day, it was really nice out. And I was like, get out, <laughs> get out, get out of the house, <laughs> go away, go outside, go play. Um, you know, run around the yard, get all your crazies out. And today it's warmer, but it's raining. And so, you know, we're trying to kind of jump in and out in between the rain here because this is our future for the foreseeable future. You know, we're not, we're not going anywhere. Um, and I think my kids don't really understand how to grasp that right now. Um, you know, they keep asking when they're going back to school, they keep asking, you know, can we go to the gym? Can we go here? And I'm like, nope, nope. 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 It's just, yeah, it's just hard for them to kind of grasp and understand what's going on. And then it's always the idea of like, how much do you tell them? Like, how much do you clue them into what's going on, you know?
1: It's so hard because my oldest is almost eight. And we've always been very open and honest with her about pretty much most things, right? So we don't really try to hide things from her and she's very inquisitive, and she likes to be included in what's going on. But it's been really hard for her because, one, she doesn't do well with change at all. Like, it's a poop show, you know? Right, <laughs> But surprisingly, right. she has done really well um, with this change. And I think it was because I was so honest with her. And I just had to be like, look, it, this is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. It's changed my life. It's flipped my life upside down. I mean, my husband's still working and doing his thing, but, you know, he's implementing new things to try to stay away from people, too. And, um, you know, it's affected my youngest because she's used to just having her alone time with me all the time. And now that Emma's home, that's hard because I have to balance and I don't get to spend a lot of one on time with with Ella anymore. And so she's missing that. So she she kidnaps me after dinner last night and like locks me in her room. <laughs> And then she just starts getting out her Legos that we were playing with the other night. She's like, "Mom, let's finish our tower." And I was like, "Ella, you just kidnapped me from the rest of the family." She's like, "That's okay." <laughs> and so we proceeded to build Legos and play bingo, yeah. and then uh, Emma joined us in the last round of bingo. But yeah, it's it's really hard. But I think I think we can't really sugarcoat it all that much, and just be open and honest with them. Of like, especially with the older ones who can kind of grasp. You know, like, hey, this is this might not be changing for a while, so we better get on board. And that's basically what I told Emma. I said, This isn't changing right now. You gotta get on board with me because we can't we can't be fighting through this and I'm struggling just as much as you are, and I know you're disappointed in the changes and I know you're disappointed that you don't get to see your friends and or, you know, play with the neighborhood kids and stuff like that. But I've just been trying to get out as much as possible um you know take long well i don't know if we can do that now since our lockdown came about yesterday but you know take long walks and be out on our bikes and roll i've been rollerblading my ass off (laughs) so i'll be in really good shape do we get to swear
0: in this podcast are all my dreams gonna come true yes
1: Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. I might have to bleep them, but I don't care if we go. Whatever. Watch out. We'll
0: just leave this one explicit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's explicit. I'm sorry. Um, I feel I feel it's necessary. The it's quarantine. It, so.
0: The quarantine deserves a couple of well placed f bombs. It just uh, does. It does. It's I
1: warranted. call it the quarantine
0: sagas. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you know one of the things that um you know that I've been trying to do just for myself personally, because, and I think, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast before, maybe we have, but I know at least on my feed and on my Instagram feed is, you know, um, I deal with seasonal depression. And so March is usually a really tough month for me. Um, And it's funny because I felt like this year I had it under control and I was like, oh, January was fine and February was fine. And like, then I got into March and I just was like, why am I feeling so like, ugh, just so like, I just couldn't get off the couch. I couldn't get motivated. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> Psych, just kidding. It didn't go away. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I thought it would. But it's interesting because, you know, I think a lot of times when you have, when you have to, right? When you're forced to have to react and respond and, you know, it, it, it kicks in a different part of your brain. And so again, that's where I've been in these last, you know, kind of seven to 10 days. But yesterday definitely was a challenge for me. And so, you know, and I am a six on the Enneagram. So I feel like this is my time to shine. This is what I've been preparing for my entire life, right? To, to be, because I'm always overly prepared and I'm always, you know, like ready to go. And I was joking with my husband. I was like, how many times in the last several days have I been, have I said to you, see, This is why I do this. See, this is why I hold on to these things. See, this is why I have all this stuff. Because... I like to be
1: be prepared too. And then I'm too prepared. My husband gets mad at me and thinks I'm a crazy person. But like, I should have just been doing it anyway now. And now I don't have toilet paper. So that's awesome. Right. (laughs) Good times. Good times.
0: Uh, Yeah. So I have been, you know, just kind of like preparing In general, because that's just what I do. I overthink and I overprepare for everything. But because that's how my brain works, I also have a tendency to kind of spiral down and fall down the rabbit hole of overthinking everything because I overthink everything in order to be prepared. And there's just no, there's, there's so much that's outside of the realm of my control that I think for those of us that live in that way, that have that kind of mindset, that are overthinkers and that we're worriers and maybe deal with some anxiety, like, this is super fucking overwhelming. Like, <laughs> and so I just, I've been trying to be really intentional that when I feel myself starting to get like, <sighs> you know. Like at least yeah. internally oh, yeah. that I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm finding a way to ground myself in something tangible. So whether that is like going outside and sitting mm-hmm. down and just like closing my eyes and like letting all my senses kind of come into play, like what am I hearing? What am I feeling? You know, what am I, you know, the five senses, like, you know, sight, sound, touch, smell, all that stuff, like. Okay, what I need to focus on this task right now, like this has to get done because this is what I have control over, um like sitting not that we've seen the sun lately, but like sitting yeah. in, sitting in the sun and just mm-hmm. like being there and being present, just finding a way to ground myself, both I think like emotionally and physically um because otherwise, like I know that I could just be completely overwhelmed all of the time if I don't. Um, And so I think it's, it's super important that especially for those of us right now that have found ourselves in yet another role of like (laughs) homeschool educator, remote working, like, you know, out of a job, all of these things that it's never been more important, I think than it is right now for us to engage in self-care and obviously like we can't go out, we can't get a massage, we can't go get a drink, but what can you do to help yourself take a breath in what is ostensibly a very chaotic and crazy time right now? Like what are some things that you can do with what you have available to you to be able to make sure that you are taking care of yourself? Um, you know, I told my husband the other day um, when he you know got quote unquote done with work, I was like, I'm going upstairs. It was a nice day. He had taken the boys outside. They were playing basketball in the driveway. And I literally just walked upstairs in my clothes. I got into my bed (laughs) and I laid down and I just like, I had no intention of taking a nap or anything. I just, I just needed to be still and, and calm and kind of quiet so obviously I know a lot of us do different things for self-care and those are those options are maybe limited right now, but it's important for you to to pick out some things that you can do to make sure that you're taking care of yourself both emotionally and mentally. Um as we're all, you know, trying to keep eighty-five, you know, chainsaws in the air right now. Oh gosh. <laughs> if,
1: if and make sure like... you ask for help too. Um yes. what's, what's been helping me a lot is that My husband still has to work. Um, He works in the legal field, and so he's still required to work right right now uh, throughout the shutdown, but he's been coming home from work and, like, literally giving me an entire hour and just taking the kids outside or doing something with them, so, like, literally the house is quiet, and I just veg out whether I pour myself a glass of wine and make dinner in silence. I did that the other night, and that was, like, so helpful just to have silence of not doing, you know, not hearing shrieking screams and mommy, I need this or whatever. You know, the crazy things they watch on TV that are just so annoying. But I, you know, I turned on some Sam Smith, which always just kind of chills me out. And I just, I just love his voice. But I turned on Sam Smith, I pour a poor glass of Moscato, I'm cooking, you know, frozen Chinese food or whatever, which is really good, by the <laughs> way. But it was just so nice. And my husband was like, oh, you're going to go upstairs? I was like, no, I just want silence. I want nice music. I want a nice cold glass of wine. And I just want to get dinner prepared so when you guys come back in, we can eat because I know everyone's going to be starving. But then, like, I sat down and we just got new furniture. So I sat down in my husband's, like, big oversized chair. And I was just like, oh. you know, I just breathed. I just breathed and I just needed that like silent moment and he's just been giving me that every day lately because I'm still doing all the things including now homeschooling and so which is not my forte. I'm not a teacher. It's very difficult to teach children (laughs) but I mean I coach but it's different for academics.
0: I've always been so incredibly thankful for all of my children's teachers. And never more so than I am currently right now. I was a early childhood education major for a hot second in college, and it didn't <laughs> stick for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, and that has become increasingly evident <laughs> in my house the last couple of days. Like. I feel like- my kids were, like, really excited about it the first day. They were like, homeschool. This is going to be great. This is so much fun. We're going to call you Mrs. Ortendahl. It's going to be awesome. And then on Tuesday, they were like, you're not the teacher. This is not school. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, it is. It is now. So let's get it together, friends. Like, this is how it's going to go. Um, and like They so call far, me Headmaster Boggs. <laughs> it's a good headmaster name, Headmaster Boggs. It
1: is. I'm just like, I'm now headmaster bogs to you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, And the funny thing right now is that we're just kind of like reviewing things they already know, but I'm getting to a point where I'm like, okay, we need to kind of move on to the next step. So I haven't actually, I don't think I've, I don't feel like I've had to like teach them anything. I've just been like making them do extended homework basically throughout the day yeah, is what go. I feel like it's been. But like next week I'm going to have to be teaching some stuff. And yeah. I don't know about you, but I've never felt less smart than I am when I'm trying to help my fourth grader with his math problems because I don't understand how to, uh, you know, this new common core math. And so I do
1: everything so different now.
0: I died laughing last week (laughs) because I saw a meme that was like, all these kids been learning Common Core, about to learn how to carry the one from the new homeschool teacher. And I almost spit out my wine because, <laughs> because prior to this, so like earlier last week, my first graders are learning how to add two double digit numbers or two n- numbers uh-huh. together that equal, you know, more than, than 10. And I was like, here, buddy, you just carry the one. My son was like, No! That's not how we do it. And I was like, well, then how do you do it? And he couldn't remember how they did it, but he was adamant that he wasn't carrying the one. And so I'm like, well, y'all just need to get ready because come Monday, you're going to be carrying the one.
1: So. (laughs) You better carry that one, buddy. (laughs) Don't know what to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> no, I've been I've been blessed because my my mom was a elementary school second and third grade teacher for thirty five years. Perfect. So does
0: does Debbie want to do some remote distance learning? Because I've got three kids that I'm happy to set up in front of the computer.
1: <laughs> you know, she might be willing because it's you, Mel. She loves you, so um, yeah, she's been doing uh, virtual FaceTime learning with Emma, which I thank the Lord for because. Like I said, I'm not an elementary school teacher, so trying to, like, do all the different uh, subjects and just, like, you know, do lesson plans and this and that. I finally told my mom. She's, like, sending me all the stuff that would be helpful. This was probably, like, Sunday. And I was like, you know what, Mom? Would you like to write a lesson plan for me? (laughs) She's like, sure. And then she, like, took over everything. And then I asked her this week, I said, you know, because she gets mad we don't have everything printed out for like the following day. And I was like, hey, <laughs> can you just, and I, I, I had to teach my mother how to use Dropbox. That was enjoyable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally got it working and I finally asked her, I said, hey mom, can you just do lesson plans for the whole week so I can just print it out all ahead of time? And can you make me a list of everything I need to print out for that day? <laughs> Good times it's fun, no, but seriously, she's been so amazing and, and you know that emma's really benefiting from working with her as opposed to me, and um you know she gets that extra time with with Glammy because who knows when I'm going to be able to see my mom again so right exactly well, so cause I, we were
0: supposed we were supposed to be as I mentioned in California this weekend, so my mom was supposed to have my kids because um, I was supposed to leave Wednesday and we weren't coming back till monday, and so You know, so we had said like again, this was last week, um, a week ago, we, I had said to her, I said, Hey, you know, we canceled our trip, but would you mind still taking the kids? Like, not even like, not like during the the school week or anything. I'm like, but just, you know, like for the weekend. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And then yesterday we just kind of collectively were like, yeah, we don't like, I don't, and she only lives 45 minutes away, but we just both were kind of like, I don't think it's a good idea. I think we should just like, you should probably stay at your house and we should stay at our house and that should be it. Um, You know, but it makes me nervous because my mom lives by herself and I mean, she's spunky and she's totally scrappy. So I'm sure she's, if anyone's (laughs) going to survive an apocalypse, it's going to be my mother. But like, you know, I, I do just worry because she's by herself. And so it's like, you know, something happens or she gets injured or hurt or what, you know what I mean? So it just makes me uneasy and we're used to seeing her, you know, pretty regularly. So, it's hard on the kids. And I, of course, I don't ever tell my children anything in advance because I just wait till the day of when I know it's going to happen. So they had no idea that they were supposed to go there for the weekend. So they weren't upset about it at all because I hadn't told them yet. But like she was upset about it because she's like, I oh, was looking forward to having them for the weekend. I'm like, well, we'll see you in, you know, July or June or I don't know, <laughs> whenever, whenever we're allowed to touch people again, <laughs> be, be around <laughs> people again.
1: Well, friends, we hope you're hanging in there. We love you. We support you. If you have questions or you want to chat, I know Mel and I want to be doing this on the regular. I don't know if it will be every day, but it might be a couple times a week. Um, and we'd also love to go live on Instagram so we can just check in with you guys, communicate, socialize that way um, since we can't socialize in person. And we just want to make sure that we, you know, help out and provide something that you guys can relate to and also laugh about a little bit. <laughs> I hope that you find some solace um from this and that we can just continue to stick together and, and join forces and just be one big happy family <laughs> from afar.
0: Yes. And so the last thing I will say is that make sure that at least some point during the day you are putting your phone down, you are not watching the news, you are not you know engaged in conversations about this. Take a break. If anything major happens, you'll find out. But like, just give yourself some time away from all of it um, to be able to focus on yourself. And I think too, like the one, the one kind of like silver lining to all of this is that it's, I know for me, and I don't know about for you, Meg, but like there's moments when I'm like, you know what, it's 100% okay for me to like sit down and hang out and snuggle with my kids because I literally have nowhere else to go and nothing else (laughs) to do right now. (laughs) Like that's it. So just really, you know, try to find at least, you know, sometime during the day where you're taking time for yourself, you're taking time away from all the crazy news, and you're taking time to really value this kind of forced family time that we find ourselves in. Um, And just take a deep breath. We're all going to take a deep breath. Ready, Meg? Let's take a deep breath.
1: Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Take care, All right, your turn, guys. You guys take a deep yeah. breath, too, okay?
0: Okay. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you soon.
1: Bye, friends. We love you. Bye.